All right, here we are. Welcome back. Another Tuesday episode of the Founders Conversation. Uh, of course, we've got Mark and, and Peter and myself as the founders of Insight now. If anybody wondered what the Founders Conversation meant, there you go. <laughs> um, you know, we are on uh, every platform you can think of podcast wise, uh, uh, YouTube, Facebook for video and Spotify now for video. So you can catch us on all those places and um, including new shorts. And we've got lots of things going on, including this Life of a Seer series. I feel like I want to get the plugs in up. We usually do them at the end. If anybody yeah. checks out, like, okay, when's the <laughs> Life of a Seer, Mark? Well, we'll do, the life, life of the Seer is uh, tomorrow, your time. Tomorrow? So, um, yeah. So we, we're planning actually have our, um, our going to be our regular guest. Uh, Jeremy Mengashin, uh with us. Oh, great. So Malvina and I um, really looking forward to uh, what's going to take place um, there. We had some really great testimonies from people as far as, you know, being in a place where they're saying, um, I, I really feel like it's a safe place or I'm feeling like I'm being understood. Or mm -hmm. um, the fact is in our first episode, we dealt with shame and, um, and confusion. And I think so that, that's really made a lot of difference for, for, for yep. some people. That's something that we'll keep going after. Um, and, uh, you know, Malvina has, you know, so much, so much uh, uh, experience in, in a number of areas of dealing with this. Jeremy has another perspective, an otherwise great creative um, guy. And so it's just a, a great lot of fun. I'm, I feel like I'm learning a lot. Um, oh, that's, that's, that's awesome. going to be so great. Um, that's which great is, which is um going to be so great so it's going to be really interesting um, that's awesome and exciting to to sort of head into you know that yeah that's yeah, awesome well, we've got two so, other weekly shows that we do we've got the um uh kingdom thoughts uh broadcast with yep. mark yep. and tim and daniel, and daniel. Mm -hmm. which is yeah for us it would have been last night or yesterday morning yep. for mark yep. Um, so yeah. those happen every week. And then of course we have the homemade, homemade family. family and we were just with the homemade family in Minnesota, Chris we and I, um, and yeah. I can just say they do such a beautiful job as a family yep. and, um, just great ones to receive from and what a powerful time together. Um, you know, yep. you can see those videos from those services at, at, uh, their website presence church. Uh, but we had such a great time there with the homemade family, uh, Nathaniel and Amy and their kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really a blessing. Yeah. So um, yesterday um, we were uh, we were talking about, and I think it'd be good to sort of follow um, on. But one of the things that that we've been talking the last couple of weeks with the Kingdom Thoughts um, is really um, about attaching uh, attaching action with our words. Mm. Um, there you, you go. Know, really about yep. attaching those sorts of things because I think um, what we've what we've seen um, a lot about is people just is declaring things and it's been right. We're in this decade of declaration, mm -hmm. um, but I think the thing that we are talking about, and I think this is what um, the apostolic thing that we're picking up mm -hmm. is that you know words without action, mm -hmm. or words without doing, which is mm -hmm. that whole wisdom thing, mm -hmm. um, and. And one of the things that in the, with the seers that we, we're working on as well is understanding. You know, you know that there's a spirit of understanding, a spirit of wisdom, 
and that we know that there's knowledge of words of those sorts of things. And so I think it's, I think um, you said it before we came on here, Chris, that the atmosphere is full of prophetic words. You know, there's mm-hmm. a, the prophets are prophesying, right? Yep. Um, but they're prophesying for a reason. A part of what they're prophesying is that people would take the word that really ministers to them and start to actually implement it. But yep. I think that we've probably fallen in love with hearing another word. Mm. That's okay. Okay. So good. You know, one of the things that one of the things that we shared about this weekend, uh, we shared Chris shared about stewardship, such a powerful word, and I shared about the surrendered will. And in John four thirty four, Jesus says, "My food is to do the will of Him who sent me and to finish His work." You know, they came to him, they're like. You know, aren't you hungry? He said, I've got food that you don't know about. Mm-hmm. And I think that the body of Christ is in this sort of space right now where there's a type of food that we might not have been aware of. Yeah. There's food that we don't know about, and it's to actually do the will of him who yeah. sent us. And there's a sentness that's coming to the body of Christ where we're going to do the mm-hmm. will of him who sent us. Oftentimes what happens is we go from revelation to revelation. I can speak for myself, prophetic word to prophetic word. And for some of us that are listening now or later, you might find that if you think about it, you've gone from revelation to revelation, prophetic word to prophetic word, yet right. there's something in you that's still not satisfied. It doesn't feel grounded yeah. out. It doesn't feel you're like, how can I eat and eat and eat all of this great revelation? I go to this conference. I go to that conference. I listen to this podcast. I listen to this. I'm in the word. I'm in prayer. I've got all this revelation. I've got prophetic words, pages of prophetic words in a notebook, but I'm not satisfied yet. And I think we would challenge you to say, perhaps there's a food that you're not aware of yet, (laughs) which is to do the will of him who sent you. And I think we're really moving into a doing season where we're going to do the will of him who sent you. Yeah. You know, I knew this. I knew this amazing Australian prophet whose phrase was consistently for several years that your breakthrough is in your follow through. Uh, I don't remember his name, but he lives in Tasmania. Um, he wears glasses and he's wearing and a, a, red and a, and a red hoodie <laughs> and a red hoodie. Oh, no. Yeah. So this is a classic Mark phrase, though. Like your breakthrough is in yep. your follow through. Like, great. You got prophetic words all over the place. What are you doing with them? And so we've known that that's an apostolic like push for the for yep. those people with the prophetic words to do something with. Uh, Mark, you had something, and then we'll build on it. Yeah, well, you know, um, I, I, I was talking to you guys before uh, about um, John, John chapter 8. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people know this, can recite it well, and it says this, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think sometimes we think that, that, that if we just know the word being spoken, if we just can recite it, if we can just, you know, have it downloaded, the email, or we have the word and wave the word around, then we will have the freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, to, but I think that this word "no" um, is 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 understanding, but it's actually mm-hmm. more a participatory word. It's like mm-hmm. um, you shall you shall uh, know the word. In fact, actually, the the Passion Translation says you shall embrace. So mm-hmm. if you embrace somebody, you're doing much more than just saying, oh, I know you. You know, it's like, no, I, I'm intimate. I'm close to you. I've wrapped yeah. my arms around you. That's good. And, I, and we are so close that anybody would look think we're one. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so I've oh. done something. I've done something yeah. with it. I've, I've oh. not just recited it. I've not just declared it. I've actually said, "Okay, Holy Spirit, help me how to put this into place. Help yeah. me mm-hmm. how to do how to do this." Because truth is a person, and truth, uh, 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 truth attaches to truth. So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that if you if you have something, um, and you're trying to attach it to it, it keeps bouncing off. It keeps getting repelled, and you think, yeah. well, "I'm not just getting the breakthrough. I'm 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 expecting." Why aren't you getting the breakthroughs? Because you're not you're not taking the the truth, right, and attaching it to other other truth. And I don't know if I'm that's good because I'm still processing. Yeah, that, so. well, I, yeah. I think I think the word that I'm hearing is action. Yeah, you're taking the truth and you're attaching it to a true heart. You know, like yeah. when you receive when you receive it in truth, then you're willing to act. And yeah. James says, "Be a hearer, be a doer of the word, and not a hearer only." deceiving yourself and yeah go ahead Chris no we've got we've got I think it's really good because I think we need to address the one of the elephants in the room in the charismatic prophetic movement currently that is around um, relationship versus performance Um, and so one of the things that we've done is because we've seen performance get abused right we've seen striving get abused we've seen Mm -hmm. um, burnout we've seen people have moral failure because they're Mm -hmm. spread too thin and they're not guarding their heart or their family, right? We've seen catastrophic uh, responses because people have tried to get their value by what they do, Mm -hmm. right? They've tried to receive value because of what they could achieve, how much they could do, all that kind of stuff, which is performance. What we're not talking about is performance. not talking Mm -hmm. about that. We are talking about what do you value? What do you place value on? Because there is such a difference between performing for a thing and just valuing the word of the Lord, mm-hmm. right? Like there's, so I think that it's good to, good to talk about the difference because sometimes when we talk about being doers of the word, they're like, well, I just need to rest. I shouldn't be doing anything. I just need to rest. I just have mm-hmm. to commune with God and that's all I need. Aren't, aren't, we, hit, aren't we hitting on end again? Aren't we hitting on <laughs> we end? We are. Absolutely. Because because yes. what we what we don't want people to setup. hear, we don't want people to hear that we're anti, as you Americans say, uh, we're not anti, anti. Uh, we're not anti performance. That's like right. We you you know we but when when performance is used to get value and worth, then it's in the wrong yep. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that so that what what we're saying is. That if you're trying to get some value as a person by what you do, then it's it's going to be disaster for you. That's but if, right. if if how you perform, and and it's really quite what we're saying is, I think some people have thrown the baby out with the bathwater, and they're now very good reciters of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and we're really good. At, I think we've been trained over the years how to come up with some good things to say, some cliches. So that you have people, people talking about kingdom because kingdom is the is the buzzword. Kingdom is yeah. the word, the now word. It's a kingdom culture, and they're saying, okay, well, we, we you know we we do a few things with people over a couple of years, so we're a kingdom people, you know, because we meet together with with other people who are not quite the same as us, so we're kingdom. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, or we're we're a relational group of people. Well, h- how does that look like? 
well, you know, we we have all these rules and regulations and, you know, we all fit within it. And, you know, it's like, okay, just because you say um, you're a hamburger doesn't mean that you are one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so, so what I'm saying is it, we have to, we want to marry those two together. Yep. Yep. And mm-hmm. I think that, I think that's, that's, that's part of what we're about is declaring this is, this is what's going to work for you. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and this the is what's going to make a difference. Stop, yeah. The key is to stop looking for value, but to value the word of the Lord. Mm, right. Come on. That, that was what I'm getting to. Like, it's not like if you're looking for value through what you do, that's performance. But mm-hmm. if you value the word of the Lord and you're responding because God said so, there's where you're actually like in the right place. So good. So good. Yeah. So, you know, I think, go ahead, Mark. No, I, I we were talking again um, before yep. too about, um, uh, you know, the season, the season that we're in and the season yep. that we're in is about uh, declaring and doing, and it's also yep. about fighting. You know, it's about warring, uh, not warring to get victory. Again, that would be the same sort of thing as, you know, saying these things to get value or performing to get value. But to actually, you know, we are at war. We are warring. And what does spiritual warfare look like? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and uh, we, we've said it quite a few times on here, but I think that we need to keep hearing it and keep developing what, is it, what does it look like to, to war uh, spiritually, what does it look like for the believer? Because we've got weapons, we've mm-hmm. been given weapons, and we were again talking about that in the pod yes, yesterday's live stream about you know the fruit of the spirit is that they're actually weapons. So what what is what does it look like? What does spiritual warfare look like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chris. Well, we've been I talking think about it. I mean, I think- operating in the opposite spirit. And part of it is, uh, even before we jump into that, I think part of it is recognizing that it's happening. Yeah. You know, one of one of the things that's so strong in spiritual warfare that for me that can be hard is it feels like things swirl. You know, like like that sort of type of feeling. It doesn't always feel like, but I think a lot of people mm, can relate good. to swirling emotions, this sort of crescendo yeah. of things where you're like, this yeah. is beyond beyond yeah. the data that's around me. The intensity of what I'm feeling right now is not commensurate with the conversation I'm having. It's not commensurate with the circumstances of my day. It might be tethered to them loosely, Mm -hmm. but if those were like a two on a scale of two, I'm experiencing like a nine and a half, and it has this sort of swirling feeling, and you get wrapped up into that vortex, it's like, it can be so disorienting and things. You know, and I think a lot of times too, the spiritual warfare happens at these like the the most inopportune times, right? Um, <laughs> like right, right, right before I'm going to get to set up set up to speech uh, to yes. speak to a body of believers, and I've got a great word to give them. Or yeah. right, right as I right as I fly into somewhere to minister, you know, it's just like oh, you know, or or right, right, right as our family's about to have a good quiet evening, or any of these sorts of things. There can be opposition on those sorts of times, and so there's times and circumstances but for me half the battle maybe more than that is is recognizing this is beyond me mm-hmm. this is beyond me right now now i might have a part to play in it i might which we're going to talk about but first just recognizing it's this is abnormal this is not just me you know um this is this is 
not commensurate with anything that's around me is so comforting. Just to get that part through our heads first Come on. is, I think, the first so step. Good. Yep. And, and I, that, yeah, go ahead, Mark. But isn't that bringing it into the light? Like yes. when, when, you, when you identify something, when you expose it, mm-hmm. it loses its power because uh, you start to think, wait, wait a minute, what's going on here? I mean, whose stuff is this? What have I picked yeah. up? You know, who, all of those sorts of words. <clears throat> when you, you, you diminish the power of it. Yeah. And you diminish it even further when you, when you get somebody else to help you or to be able to share, look, this is what I'm feeling, even mm-hmm. though it sounds silly, or even though my mm-hmm. head logically says it's this, this, and this. Because like you said, you know, the, it, it comes at the most inopportune time. And, so, and mm-hmm. obviously it comes at the most opportune time for it. For the enemy. For the enemy. Yep. So therefore, sometimes when you are the when you're tired, you're worn out, you you just mm-hmm. don't have any physical strength. You've been busy, or you've been overwhelmed with stuff. Yep. Um, you're just emotionally depleted, and you know, and all this stuff mm-hmm. comes, and so that you are more sensitive, mm-hmm. or that you are, are more impacted by it. And yep. So it's having some strategies of what do you do when that mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. What what what's what. What do you do when those sorts of things begin to take place? How do you yeah. recognize it? And then what do you do with it? Yes. Yeah. It's really difficult at times, again, because we don't see it when we're in it. And yet I think we are learning more and more, um, you know, what it looks <coughs> like. You know, I think we're catching, I'm catching it faster, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I would be under attack and not know it for weeks and, being mm-hmm. like what <laughs> what is happening in my world yeah. you know um and it's interesting because i think that part of the part of the challenge is that we can war with our prophetic words mm-hmm. right so one of the ways that we actually can war with the prophet because we were talking like the airways full of pro- prophecy mm-hmm. right like there's prof- prophetic words all over the place that you can i mean i could dial a prophetic word anytime right I right right here I mean, I could just be like keyword search. Oh, yep. And uh, Facebook. Oh my gosh. Prophetic word from every single corner of the earth. And, you know, it's like, what do I need today? It's there, right? The mm-hmm. prophetic word is out there. Even if it's just a simple word of encouragement it is out there. Right. Yeah. So, you know, the ability to war with your prophetic words is to be able to take time to listen to yeah. the Holy spirit and, and to actually take time with the Holy spirit, not with your prophetic word. Because mm-hmm. you have to take time with the spirit of God in order for the prophetic word to do its perfect work. Because mm-hmm. the word of God doesn't come back void, right? Mm-hmm. The word of God will fulfill its purpose. And mm-hmm. so we've got to lean more into this place of I- I'm struggling. I'm having a hard time. I need to go to the father to hear from the father because now I will know what is actionable and what is not actionable. Mm-hmm. Right now I've got now. Now I can discern the prophetic word. I got to find what is it that I'm going to pull out of the airwave. Mm-hmm. And they say, "Oh, that's something I can war with, and that's something I can build on." Yeah, right. And I can't remember if it's the parable of the talents or the minas, but he buries them. the The unjust servant steward buries yeah, the them. talents. Matthew twenty five. Yeah, yeah, it's the talents. So he buries the talents, and he says this phrase: "I was afraid." Yep. And he hit him. One of the biggest spirits that will come against us in opposition is the spirit of fear, particularly when you're about to act. 
because the spirit of fear is opposed to your action. It has a paralyzing effect. And God wants to set some people free from a spirit of fear. What happens is here he had these talents. He was ready to do, he was fully equipped. He had everything he needed. He had all the prophetic word. He had all the revelation. He had all the knowledge of scripture. He had the call. He had the opportunity. He had the resources. He had everything he needed to be effective in what God had called him to do. Yet he was afraid, which led to him hiding the talent. What was he afraid of? He was afraid what? of loss. Mm. Right? I so knew he, that you were a, a harsh master, and yes, if I yeah. lost it. Yeah, so mm. he's afraid of loss. And I think some people are afraid of sharing what's going on because they don't want to lose their they don't want to lose their reputation or they don't want to lose mm -hmm. their image. Um, mm -hmm. they don't want to they want to they don't want to look silly, dumb, crazy, all of those mm -hmm. sorts of things. But I think I think you've got to have people around you that you've built relationship that it's okay to be crazy with or or be vulnerable with or, or, or appear mm -hmm. with, you know, like you know, here's Mark again, you know, just going mm -hmm. on that sort of a stuff. But to be able to realize um, that you, you need those sorts of people in your life because, you know, if, if you could do this by yourself, uh -huh. you know, um, it, it's, it's so contrary, mm -hmm. you know, to, to the very fact is that the father sees him, the father and the son and the Holy spirit have always been together and mm -hmm. they operate out of community. Now, if they need that, how much more do we need to have right. people, that we built relationship with, and that's why independence is such a is such a mm -hmm. a, a, a crazy thing yeah, that the enemy killer. tries to use. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. it's like if you don't have people that you can be real with, then find them and build them mm -hmm. because that will become a strength, and it mm -hmm. becomes an actionable place yeah. to the things that you are hearing or the things that you may be feeling or sensing. That are going to come with you and that is in effect a powerful tool of spiritual warfare mm. Mm. because it's operating in the opposite of what the pull of us is to do you do do life on your own mm -hmm. i be yourself you know yeah you, you, you know and all of those sorts of things but when you when you intentionally build with other people around about you who you can be real with that is spiritual warfare in itself mm. Was warring against. It's warring against that, and and th therefore that becomes a strength because then you can be able to, uh, you can you can, you can say, hey, tell me, you know what's going on here because I, I have no mm -hmm. idea. I can't even explain to you. I can't I can't yeah. describe to you why, but I'm just feeling this way. Yeah. Yeah. What's the phrase? Two two thousand to flight. Uh, yeah, one can put a thousand to flight to 10,000. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, and just as a, as a practical term for someone listening to this, if you're in spiritual warfare, get that in front of someone else, please. Yeah. Really. I mean, if you, if we could know how many people have committed suicide in this world because of spiritual warfare that no one else was aware of. I mean, the reality is when, when we hold this stuff in, we can That's know so it's good. not us but bring it in front of someone else. You need someone that you can go to say, man, I'm just having some crazy thoughts. I'm really struggling with this, or this is so oppressive right now and get wow. it in front of someone else. It's exactly what Mark's saying right now. It's that independence. If you can come out of that independence, but I just want to like 
commend someone. If there's something that you are consistently struggling with, get it in front of someone else. Yeah. It's interesting. I had a, um, a conversation with one of our leaders today who uh, got a call from somebody saying, Hey, I'm, uh, he was in spiritual warfare. His friend was in spiritual warfare, ended up taking him to the hospital and he had a seizure. And, uh, there was a bunch of other things that it, the all random things that have happened. It was like, Oh, there's something else going on here. And I, th I think that just the fact that that person made the call is such a huge win. Victory. Is it just a victory? And, um, I know that like, so when I travel into places like we did here in Minnesota, I always forget how much of a feeler I am. And I haven't traveled in a couple of years. Yeah. Right. Like I remember in January, 2018, I was at a business conference. I flew into Las Vegas. I started crying on the airplane. It was bawling. I'm like, what is this? Well, it was right after this shooting in Las mm. Vegas. And I felt the grief and the grieving and the spirit there. I was like, uh -huh. Oh, that's what I'm feeling. Like, so I think that sometimes there's a lot of things that we might be picking up on that have nothing to do with us. Yeah. Right. But we need to talk about what type of spiritual warfare we're in at the time. Um, Kevin says, I'm not sure if this fits, but I believe we need to quit going on defense and go on offense with God and others. Mm -hmm. So a good yeah. offense is a great so, defense. <laughs> so right, that's true. So it, it, picking up somewhere along the line of what Kevin just said, and I was feeling, I was sensing this. I don't, I don't mean this to be perceived as not being compassionate. Um, you know, um, but I, we're not, we're not designed to live in constant warfare. Mm -hmm. It's key. And this if we are point. living in a place of constant warfare, if we're constantly warring, then there's something quite not right. There's something mm -hmm. not correct. Something's got to change. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the, it's not just the breakthrough that you think is going to be. It's the way, it's the way you get your breakthrough. That's right. And, and, and if, if you're trying to do it on your own, then maybe um, it means you need some help. You need some other. Absolutely. And, and maybe you need to change your perspective on some things or there needs to be some things that need to change because we, we're, we're actually designed to to live in the promised land and to enjoy the, mm -hmm. the benefits of the promised land and, mm -hmm. and go to war occasionally. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and often the enemy keeps us, uh, keeps people in constant warfare to distract them from their destiny. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, um, the father has solutions. You, you just got to be in a place where you're prepared to see that the, the solution or that has changed because we know that repentance is changing the way you think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if, if your thinking is, is not getting you to the place then maybe you have to change the way that you think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what Chris was talking about is I've been learning of recent times too, is to identify the, the, the things that I've previously taken as mine and taking ownership of it to realize it's not actually my stuff. I'm feeling right. it. And so then when yep. I ask the Lord and I say to him, okay, whose is this? Or why am I feeling this? Um, then and then what do what, what do I do with that? It yeah. diffuses that. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, I stay in a place where I'm held captive for a week or two weeks or three weeks, and I'm battling to get out of it because I'm warring against something that yeah. I'm supposed to identify and understand. Yeah. You know what this and do something with it. And if I understood that earlier on, I wouldn't have been had a three or four week battle. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My most recent, you know, battle was like just in this ministry trip, just feeling stuff, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I've learned enough to know that I'm not be directed by my emotions when God's given me something to do. Yeah. Right. Like he's, he, I, I choose to do whatever he tells me to do, no matter how I feel about it. Or even if I don't feel great in the moment, like I, I just follow through. And mm -hmm. so that saved my hide mm -hmm. to just be like, oh, I'm feeling crazy, but I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Right. And at is, the end of the day, it, nobody had no, nobody had a clue I was going through any type of warfare until I said no, something. I, I know yeah. you really well, and I didn't know. I know you really well, and yeah. I didn't know. What's yeah. amazing for me is often when there's significant warfare before something God's called me to do. So once I step into it, it's amazing how it just goes. Poof, it's gone. It's like it was like a veil. It was an invisible veil. You step past it, and all of a sudden, it just explodes. Because actually it's a victory. And this is what Kevin's saying. It's a victory because once you step into it, what it was trying to keep you from doing, it can no longer keep you from doing it. You're That's now right. doing it. Yep. Yeah. But the, the difference is though, getting from where you are and to where you need to step into it, it's the gap. That's where exactly. we often need help. That's where yeah, we either okay. need strengthening or we need somebody else to say, put their arm around us and say, hey, we're going to walk this together. Let's get through. And we get mm -hmm. into this place here where it's like, oh, it's gone. Mm -hmm. Right. And, yeah. and it's recognizing and it's and it's and it's learning like Chris's learning is not to let the emotions be the calling the shots, but actually to mm -hmm. manage those. And that's that's another another thing that we've talked about um, previously. And it's something that you have to learn how to do But you know, like the key to breakthrough is follow through. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And it's like whatever well, you need to do to get follow through is do it. We're mm -hmm. in a season. We're in a season where God wants to build some things. Mm -hmm. right? You don't need wisdom for a word. Mm -hmm. You need wisdom to build. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. And this is one of the gifts, Mark, that that wherever you go, you will prophesy, but then you will give the word of wisdom. Right. I do the same thing. I think, Peter, you're doing that. Like, here's the word, but here's how this applies. Mm -hmm. Right. Here's the correct application of what you just found. And, mm -hmm. um, and I think that that that's really critical when we were in uh, Minnesota. Um, it just, I was in a conversation with a young man and Peter and I were sitting there talking with him. And I said, I said, you know, the wind is blowing, right? The wind has been blowing. Like we got prophetic words, the wind is blowing, but God is teaching us now how to build, mm -hmm. right? Like we're, we're moving from the wind to the building. Yeah. And, and I think that this is in how we go to war. I think it's in how we utilize our prophetic words. It's in the way that we are um, following through with the breakthroughs that God has prophesied, mm -hmm. right? Like the, all these things, it all has to do with this, um, dare I say, a surrendered will, right? It's this place where we let go of our, um, um, we choose to actively do the thing that God asks us to do and we allow our activity to match our desire. Mm -hmm. So For some of us, it's the first time they've ever, we've ever done it. Yeah. So probably to recap, I think one of the things that we're saying is um, that God is wanting to restore a connection between word and action. That's it. Uh, I think, I think that we've seen 
uh, a disconnect between what I would call cause and effect, um, that we've seen people um, identify the symptom but not look at what the cause is. And he's wanting to reestablish a connection between what is being said, what is being released as a declaration, and then what's the action or what's the wisdom. And, and, and I think even when you start to step into wisdom, then the spirit of understanding also cuts in and you begin to understand why it's essential to do what you're doing and how to do it. Mm -hmm. um, wow. And so, and so what it seems to me is that when you have a desire to do that, when you have a, um, an intention to do that, is that when, that's when the Holy Spirit will help you because it's not your own wisdom, it's wisdom from on high. That's why I think James says that if you lack wisdom, then ask for it and believe that you've got it. So if you ask for it and then you start to step into it, it's yeah. when the Holy Spirit says, hey, I see your intention there. I see yeah. what you're wanting to do here. I'm bringing you the, the ability to be able to apply this word because it's your intention or it's what you want to see happen. Yeah. So reconnection. There's a yeah, reconnection really between word and mm. action mm. it's good sometimes there's things in the natural that mirror mirror the spiritual i'll share this and i think we can activate something for folks i've worked with students for about 15 years on what would be called design challenges where they make things they make solutions to known problems over the last decade what i've noticed is a very macro trend where more and more students their first thought for their solution to a known problem is not an actual product or a physical prototype, but instead what I would call an advocacy campaign. And so they've moved from making real solutions, building real solutions, like the tendency has gone from the presumption is that we would build real solutions. And over the last decade or so, the tendency has moved more and more towards, I would do an advocacy campaign to let other people know about it. And I think that that's happened very much in the body of Christ potentially as well, which is there's words and words and words and words and words, and the Lord's looking for who will step in and do the building. But to step in and build, we're going to have to step past fear. We're going to have to have wisdom, and we're going to have to marry the word again to action. That's good. Yeah. I think it's time for us to release some things, Come on. you know, um, pray through it a little bit. Um, and uh, we we're figuring this out on the go, right? Like, I don't believe that any of us can be like, oh yeah, I got this dialed in. Mm -hmm. um, one of the reasons why we're even having these conversations is so that the body of Christ can sometimes have um, a point of reference in their life for what is going on, whether it's spiritual warfare or what do I do with my prophetic words or I can't get a breakthrough, but I've got this prophetic word. So you ask the Holy Spirit, how do I follow through with this thing? You know, like, well, how do I activate it? And I feel like um, it's just important for people to know this is why we're doing this. Like, this is a pivotal conversation um, for insight now. And like, this is why we're here. Um, so um, with that, uh, Mark, could you start us off? Mm. <clears throat> um, yeah, I... Father, I, I thank you um, for who you are. Uh, I thank you that you have uh, 
so so wonderfully embraced us and your love mm -hmm. uh is is just so incredible you know we, we just we're so overwhelmed with it and i thank you that you've given us permission you've given us permission to be sons uh because that's who you have made us to be and so father today every, any sort of any sort of thing that's coming against that, any sort of apprehension, any sort of confusion, any sort of uh, thing that keeps people um, from being connected, that disconnect. Uh, mm -hmm. We wanted to speak reconnection today, whatever, whatever that looks like, whatever that brings mm -hmm. to people today, whatever that means. Um, mm -hmm. I, I just speak reconnection. I've just got this word reconnection pretty strongly. Mm -hmm. And so it's about a reconnection is about a connection again, um, yeah. you know, a connection to your word and a connection between your word and what to do. And, and even people today that have said time and time again, I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. um, Father, I thank you that, that those words are going to, to, to dissolve and there's going to be, okay, this is what we, I need to do. This is what I need to do. Mm -hmm. And and a courage to do that, a courage mm -hmm. to actually action what you know to do. And so, mm -hmm. uh, Father, just speak that reconnection today um, and even a relational reconnection and people that have been disconnected, um, that they would be, that they'd find the power and the strength and the opportunity uh, to, to reconnect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I break off performance and that spirit that would think that um, because you do more, you get more value um, or from what you do, you get your value. And we just declare that as a beloved son and daughter of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, you are valued. The purpose of activity, the purpose of action mm -hmm. is to do the will of God. It is not for your value. That's so good. And Father, we thank you that you are the one who gave us the value of your son mm -hmm. who died yeah. for us and rose from the dead for us. Uh, we thank you for Easter coming up, this moment mm -hmm. of resurrection mm -hmm. where um, the real power that we get to live and walk in happened on that day. Thank and we you, are so grateful for sending your Holy Spirit. I pray that you would just empower the people of God that hear this or see this. You would empower them by your spirit to do the things that are in your will for them to do. And Father, if that be to follow through on their prophetic word or whatever it is that they must do to operate in the opposite spirit, to overcome in a spiritual battle, whatever's going on in them, Father, I pray that they would, uh, they would do that with joy and they would mm -hmm. do it with peace in their hearts, knowing God that you are the one who has set them apart for these amazing times mm. and god we just thank you so much for them we bless them in jesus name yeah yeah amen 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 awesome <clears throat> well as always thank you for watching um and uh tomorrow is life of a seer yes. or, and that's tonight tomorrow. for you is that right mark 
No, no, it's tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Okay. You're tomorrow. You're tomorrow. With Malvina and Jeremy. Yep. That's going to be lit. All right. Well, with that, we say goodbye. We bless you. Thanks for God bless you all.